good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Good to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the Son of God? Can I begin by asking you a question on this podcast today is, are you absolutely sure beyond any shot of a doubt that you know where you're going to spend eternity one day? You know, we've been talking, I've been talking about these five reasons for which Christ came into the world the book of 1 John tells us these five reasons, and it just assures us of some very great truths that our world is not always willing to accept these days. In fact, the world is looking for every other conceivable solution to what ails humanity and what what awaits humanity from looking to aliens coming to beam us out to looking to some other kind of of uh, human realization and actualization that uh, somehow humans are going to be able to strategize their way out of things and that the any thought that would lead to a, an eternity beyond this life is something that our world desperately tries to ignore. But the Bible tells us here in 1 John that there is a third reason for which Christ came into the world. We've already looked at three, uh, two reasons, and that is he came to be our sin bearer. Uh, God has such an issue with sin because of his absolute holiness that this problem must be taken care of in order for us to be able to enjoy his presence because sin does not uh, God does not allow sin into heaven. Uh, that's why I've said before that only perfect people get to go to heaven. And of course, once people get over their uh, incredulity that they just don't believe what I just said, the, it, the fact is it's true. Oh, God only allows perfect people. Uh, and I don't know of any, including myself. There's only one human being that's ever lived a perfect life, and that was Jesus Christ. Uh, but he was divine as well. He was deity. And so God has made taken extravagant steps to rid us of our sin, uh, of our sinfulness, so that we might be able to enjoy Him forever. So Jesus came to bear our sin, to pay the penalty that we incur because of our disobedience and rebellion against God. But in 1 John 3, 8, there's a second reason for which Jesus came. He came to destroy the works of the devil, that old enemy, that foe, that dragon, that deceiver, liar, and murderer who is working even today in humanity. Uh, God sent Jesus Christ into this world that he might destroy him that has power over us in this world. And when you come to Jesus Christ, the victory that Jesus had over Satan, where he had, he defeated him, destroyed his power, uh, that can be yours as well. You don't have to fear the darkness. You don't have to fear the spirit world. You don't have to fear anything that he would throw at you. Uh, the Bible says that you, if you, Romans 5, 1 is one of my favorite verses of scripture. There is therefore now no condemnation, judgment to them which are in Christ Jesus. Uh, that word in is very deliberate in the text, in Christ Jesus. And so Christ came in order to destroy the works of the devil so that you not, might not be uh, in slavery to his deception and then today we look at another passage in the book of 1 John, another verse, and that's in chapter 4 and verse 9. Listen to this verse as I read it. The Bible says, In this was manifested or displayed the love of God toward us, 
because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Uh, This verse is very specific that Jesus came to give eternal life. That's that life that our world right now is so uncertain of. It ridicules anybody, particularly those that are secular humanists, would ridicule any thought of the afterlife. But the Bible tells us that our greatest need is that we might have eternal life with our Father in heaven. That God cares for you so much that He's provided a way that He might, that you might be able to enjoy His presence. Now, eternal life is not just a reference to chronological life. It's not that it's life that goes on without end. Certainly, that's part of it. But when the Bible uses that phrase, eternal life, it's talking also and maybe particular more so, uh, about a quality, a character of the life that we live. Eternal life is not just longevity. Eternal life is life lived free from the constraints of these bodies we live in right now. It's really living. It's really enjoying the presence of God. It's being free from sin and disease. It's being free from all of our... our, are waffling all over the place where I can't even trust my own heart and mind because it deceives me all the time. Eternal life means being free from all of that, and Jesus came to give eternal life. Do you want that today? You know, that is our greatest need. It's not more education. It's not more money. It's not more stuff. It's not more of any of the things that this world would measure its success by. Uh, But our greatest need is to be rightly reconciled and restored to a relationship with our Creator. Uh, The coming of sin into the Garden of Eden and ever since has brought death upon the whole human race. Uh, Spiritual death. Uh, God didn't intend for that to happen, but spiritual death is separation from God. And the Bible mentions this frequently, particularly uh, verses like Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. I have it before me here, and I want to read this to you so that you can understand where I'm coming from. The Bible says in Romans 5, 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin... Uh, And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. The Bible tells us that that's what brought death into this world, is our own rebellion. He goes on to tell us that in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1, that we all are dead in our trespasses and sins. You look at John uh, John chapter 5 and verse 40, where Jesus makes this stunning statement that he says, Uh, And you will not, excuse me, let me back up to verse 39. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that you might have life. Um, Here is what the, the scripture asserts over and over again, is that we are spiritually dead. But God loves us, and He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might have eternal life. There is no other way to the Father except by the Son. Now, that's the good news of the gospel. That's the good news that we proclaim to our world today, 
There are many, if not the majority, are going to reject it and decide to take the broad way, thinking that religion will get them there or thinking that humanitarianism will get them there. But all, and, and they may say, but I'm very sincere about this, but sincerity will never get a soul one inch closer to heaven. It's actually by grace through faith alone, faith in the finished work of Jesus. That's the good gospel. John 3.16, a familiar passage, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have what? Everlasting life, eternal life. And how is that life obtained? Well, we don't need to go very far out of 1 John because 1 John tells us in chapter 5. John writes to his readers in verse 11, and he said, And this is the record that God hath given to us, eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Well, do you have that eternal life today? That's the question. Do you have the assurance that you've passed from death to life? You know, he mentions that also in this last chapter in the book of 1 John. He literally says that, he called, we are called to come and find in Him what eternal life really is. My concern this Christmas time of the year, time when we celebrate the great gift of our Lord, is to remind us that, yes, a lot of people are content to let Jesus be a baby in a manger, but they begin to shrink away when we talk about Him being Lord and King of the universe when we encounter his challenges to us to to give up all, to forsake everything and come to him. All I can tell you is right now, as you're listening to this podcast, God's knocking on your door and he's calling to you to come to him. Will you do so today and have eternal life? There's no other way. All roads don't lead to heaven. It's simply through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Jesus came to be our sin bearer. He came in order to destroy the works of the devil. And he came to give you eternal life. Have you received it today? That's the question. God bless. Walk